there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Scott Roberts. Before we flash back, to when you were in college, Scott, I'd like you to share your insights about how best to network. You talked about how this is the essence of LinkedIn. This is where it was when it started back, I think it was in 2002. You joined in 2007. And it's a big pain point for a lot of young people, a lot of older people too. And it's why they go to the LinkedIn platform. What advice do you have to offer our young listeners about how they can best leverage LinkedIn to help them build meaningful professional relationships? What I'll try to also do is answer not only how do you leverage LinkedIn, but how do you go about and think about networking? Because I think LinkedIn is a tool. LinkedIn is a network. LinkedIn is an environment and it has incredible value But I think it has to be put in the context of what are you trying to accomplish and what is your mindset and what is your approach more broadly, more holistically, because it's not just going to be, hey, go on LinkedIn and search for companies and just send invitations to people you don't know. I think it starts with how do you think about your network and what does that mean to you? And look, to be honest, I don't think I was so deliberate when I was getting out of college. I may have had more of a social orientation where I was comfortable with those things. But first of all, thinking about your social and your professional network as, and certainly on the professional side, as a valuable lifelong asset that you create and you build and you nurture and you develop, I think is an important starting point. Because I think with that, just like if you invest money over time or you save and you put things away, it's the concept of how do you value that? So I think that I just want to make sure that people have a certain mindset about your relationships. Your network is extraordinarily valuable and can drive a lot of support and value to you. So I think starting with that, taking it seriously, thinking about it. And so then the question of like, well, what do you do? How do you start? And that's a hard thing. It's not easy. Like if you don't have all these relationships, but keep in mind more for the most part, whether or not if you're going to college and you, and you have friends that you know, that's a starting point. The people that know you, your family, your extended family, that uncle who's been working in something you don't really understand, starting with the places and with the people who are going to, the warm introductions, that I think is an important place. And it could be, hey, you know, obviously you're in with your friends and you're all trying to make your way and start your careers. Great. Connect with them. Not a bad idea sometimes to understand what are the parents of your friends? What professions are they in? And it's okay. I don't think it's, there's anything wrong with it. Just saying, 
hey, I understand that your your mom is a marketing person or your dad might be a lawyer or whatever it is. And the more you know them, if you've come across them, which is also be a good guest, <laughs> be respectful, do the dishes, do whatever it takes to make a good impression because those things matter. And when you invest in relationships, which is a different topic, but it's make sure you are putting things in the bank, the relationship bank. Try to be of service. At a minimum, be respectful and be thoughtful about when you're asking people for their time. But starting from a place where people want to help you, where they like you, they care about you. From there, you can start to then build in this concept of degrees of separation. So say you do talk to Aunt Jane, who's a marketing person at a company, just start to understand what they do. And then you might ask, say, hey, do you have one or two people that you you might recommend that I talk to? And it could be someone maybe more junior or younger in the organization at that same company, but leveraging that relationship to someone that might be of more close value to you or be more informational to you. That to me is the process you start going through. But once you start building that, then you can start thinking about the companies that you're interested in or the functions that are of interest to you. And then using LinkedIn as a place to do research. And if you are going to reach out to people that you don't know, really, it's important that you do your homework. I get a lot of outreach of people wanting to talk to me and having conversations. I would encourage, don't reach out to someone like myself and say, hey, I want to work on your team. That's a little forward, a little presumptuous. But if you say, hey, this is who I am, or I listened to your podcast, or I saw this article that you wrote, or I see that you're involved in these companies, that to me sends a message that you're actually being thoughtful, that you're actually not just doing something that's easy, you're actually putting your time into. And I do my best to accommodate different people, whether or not it's giving them 15 minutes of quick conversation, because I try to pay it forward or give back. But like anything else, or maybe not like classes all the time, you may fail more than you're going to succeed. If you reach out to 10 people, you may get two or three people, depending on who you're going after or what the temperature of that connection is, you may get a low hit rate of of people willing to do that. But you know what? Focus on the two or three that you get and celebrate those. Don't let the other ones hurt your confidence or be demotivating. Just realize this is hard stuff. And over time, it gets easier. And then also, and this is, I think, there's a concept of reverse mentoring, which is a bit of a different concept, but it's like you have something to offer as a young professional, as a former student, depending upon who you're talking to, you might be talking to someone like myself who's working at a company that's trying to make meaningful products and offerings to to students as well. You can give your opinion about what you think about our product, or if you're talking to someone and their product, you can you know, get feedback or give feedback with those people. And so showing up and always trying to think about what can you offer in that conversation is, I think, something that is an important concept to keep in mind over time. Because again, it's how do you feed your network? How do you feed those relationships with value? Not just showing up saying, please help me or I need a job. And that I think is sometimes it's inevitable sometimes because I think that trying to get your start you may not feel like you have as much to give, but keep in mind, I think you do have a lot more than you think to give. Oh, fantastic. And I think Scott is giving you a masterclass right now in how to 
build a truly authentic, valuable network. And it involves approaching your relationship building through LinkedIn or in the analog fashion by doing your homework. Think about how you go into an exam. You don't just show up. You've studied. You've read the textbooks. You've maybe done some additional reading and went to office hours and talked to the professor. That's the way you need to approach reaching out to someone like Scott. You want to make sure that it's going to be a fit and that you're demonstrating to him that it is going to be worth his accepting your ask, that you have read his articles on LinkedIn, that you have looked at some of the companies, many companies that he's invested in. Do you use any of those products? What feedback can you give him on any of those products, whether it's on LinkedIn or whether it's any of the other startups that he's invested in? Scott, one other thing very quickly before we flash back to when you were in college, and this relates very much to the way that somebody curates a network. And it's something I know that you've given a lot of thought to, and that is how our young listeners should approach managing their own professional brand. What advice do you have for them as to how to do that well? Sure. And it's interesting when I think about when I graduated from college, the tools and the distractions or the power, we didn't have the phones, we didn't have the social media, we didn't have many things that people have now. And I think the tools at the disposal of young professionals is incredible. But I think you need to be really careful and thoughtful as well. Look, you don't need to dress up in a suit and take a very formal picture and put it on LinkedIn, but try to avoid having a picture that's not as professional. Be mindful of there is a big difference for us. And I think not just because I work at LinkedIn, but how you show up on LinkedIn in an environment like that versus Instagram or I don't know if young people are using Facebook much anymore, but I'm so shaking my mind. head. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I know. When I see my young daughters on TikTok, I know that it's even maybe Instagram is not the thing they're, they're using necessarily. But I think the point here is being thoughtful about how you present yourself and stepping in the shoes of a viewer. As much as I don't want people to feel like, oh, you're being judged all the time, you are sending a statement about how you're presenting yourself. And I think that there are countless resources specifically around how to create good, compelling LinkedIn profiles. Again, you don't have to come across as staid and boring and show your passion, show your interests, specifically as it relates to professional pursuits. And I think that also the sharing of content, this idea of how do you contribute to LinkedIn and the feed and the network, it's like you're participating in this network, not just a viewer, but actually a contributor, whether or not you find an article and you read it, you think it's of interest and you might say, hey, just read this interesting article about remote teletherapy or which is the company Ginger, I'm an investor in, or the sleep tracking device of Aura, which is being used by the NBA to help them manage during COVID. And again, yes, that's another company I'm involved in, but find your thing that you have interest in and you don't have to feel like you're being judged, just share. And then people may notice that and then they'll start to see, oh, wow, how are you showing up? What things are you bringing to the table? What insights might I get from watching what you're sharing? Because it's like, oh, that's interesting. And there are people that I follow and people who are voracious readers or who contribute that show up in my feed. And I'm thinking, wow, I'm learning a lot about that person just by what they're sharing. 
that doesn't mean you have to share every couple of hours, but it's participating in the network is an interesting way to reveal who you are and, and it helps manage and build your emerging professional brand. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.